The Football Pod with Paddy and Andy. It's All Ireland final week. Anything to say, boys? No, it's great to be here. It's How would you stop? <laughs> Download the OTB Sports app and subscribe to the GAA podcast feed now. You ain't shit. I wish I was 50 years younger and I'd kick your ass. <laughs> My fans can be the harshest critics, you know. And they often are. A wife is often the harshest critic <laughs> of her husband. <laughs> I thought I was invincible. That's what you're, you're trained to believe as a sports person. There was four million people in Ireland who knew much more about managing <laughs> football teams than I did. When it comes to music, I can spoof with the best. Your sporting career is the best time you'll have, and, you know, you have to hang on to it for as long as your life, because everything else is pretty crappy. And this is not lies. Stephen Rochford has never spoken to Jim McGinnis in his life. John Duggan with you through until 7 on All-Ireland Football Final Day. Now, the Saturday panel on Off the Ball is brought to you this week in association with Renault Ireland, official car partner of the GAA. It's time for our big preview of Mayo v Tyrone with so many of you on the road to Croke Park already. To look ahead to this national sporting occasion, we're delighted to be joined by Tyrone's former All-Ireland winning captain Peter Canavan, Mayo's ex-midfielder and All-Ireland club winner with Balaná, David Brady, and the 2011 Footballer of the from Dublin, the three-time All-Ireland winner, Alan Brogan. Peter, David and Alan, you're very welcome. Thank you, John. Thanks, John. Good to see you. Good to hear you. And it is such a great day to be alive. All-Ireland football final day, lads. David Brady, I think you're probably the best person to start with. What has it been like in Mayo this week? Is it gone bananas as usual? Have the tickets been caught up in a gold rush? Is it all green and red? Is 1951 being talked about? Is the hope there? How are you all feeling over there? Let me let me set the record straight. We don't talk about 51. Um, yeah, we might be a little bit bananas, and uh, but just the tickets have been a disaster, absolute disaster. And look, at there's a couple of hours left. Um, we're still holding uh, holding out a bit of hope for for that extra ticket or that ticket to look after. Yeah, your 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 sister, your brother, and your mother, your father. But um, it's brilliant, um, John. The whole week, and look at it's brilliant. Any any team, any team that gets to it, and and I suppose maybe Alec can tell us a bit later. It, uh, you know, it's 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 really sad not to be in it from a, a you know as a Dublin supporter or a player, or because it's a brilliant day. It's a national day, uh, and it's it's I think it's a day that the whole country embraces. That and the hurling is there a special day in our in in in, in Ireland and uh, yeah to be honest with you it's been a it's been a great week like any other week um, the build up has been excellent and from my perspective the sleep has been at a minimum um, I'm <laughs> I'm half knackered to be honest with you and uh, that's just that's just uh, I can't I can't sleep before games I did when I was playing but not not like this and, and uh, I can't wait for what's going to unfold in the next few hours this evening oh, Fair play David we've come a long way David like I remember speaking to you at the empty Krog Park you were there with Nathan last year for the final against Dublin in lockdown you were doing the brilliant thing of calling strangers in isolation talking about GAA there's 41,150 there today we've come a long way in the last 18 months Oh, we have, we have, John, and it is—it's—it's it's a credit to all involved. And look, we have in life, nothing is perfect, and the way we—the journey we've come from lockdown hasn't been perfect. But it's brilliant to be here, and it's brilliant that people can be there, and supporters can embrace it. And you know, Mayo were in an All Ireland final last year, but realistically, it was a challenge game. It was a game under lights with no crowd. Does that, you know, adjusting? You can't replicate what happened last year to what has happened um, this week, and it, it's—it's. It's brilliant, and it's an absolute joy to behold. And 
just to go in there and be the buzz and the excitement and the build up. Like you want to be in there, you want to be in there, you know, you don't want to be in there at half four. You want to get in there and savor the atmosphere and um, meet, meet, meet people like Adam Brogan and saying, not, your, not, not this year, boy, not this year. <laughs> Alan Brogan, you have to have the neutral hat on today and, you know, maybe that's not a bad thing for once. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, Sean. Look, we're obviously over at this stage, losing the May on the semi-final. And I think, to be fair to both counties that are in the final, having Mayo, Mayo and Tron there, I think both teams have, have endeared themselves to the GA public with their performance in the semi-final. And, and it's not quite a novel pairing, but for an hour in the final in the last number of years, it obviously is. And, and as a neutral, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I think, for want of a better term, I think both teams have gone out there, probably set up very well against each other. And I think the first, first 20, 25 minutes of this game, both teams are just going to hop off each other. And like to say, as a neutral, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, like it is a novel pairing compared to the last few years. And if I take the Dublin hat off, I am looking forward to it. Peter Canavan. It's a family affair for you. Your son, Dara, is in the Tyrone squad. It means you're getting old, Peter. Long time ago, uh, John. Yeah, it is a, very much a big day for the family, a uh, big day for the club, a number of club men on the panel as well. So, you know, as David rightly said, this is the biggest day in the, in the GA calendar, if not the Irish sporting calendar. So just to be a part of it, and especially where we have come from, even at the start of the year, uh, not too many would have predicted the throne would, would be playing in an All-Ireland final and certainly you know four or five weeks ago uh, very few would have been predicting it so uh, very much just delighted to be there and look we've got a chance we we, we have more than a chance it's it's, it's a good 50-50 chance in, in, in my opinion there's very little between the two sides and hopefully it's an occasion whereby both teams play to their potential um, I've no doubt both sets of su supporters will definitely get behind their team. You know, as Alan said, I think the way the game was played, the way there were the two semi-finals were won, I've never seen an atmosphere like it. Um, everybody was up on their feet, you know, for the last four or five minutes of them games. Everybody was shouting and roaring. They just got sucked into the, comp the compelling nature of both games. So um, really looking forward to it. And uh, look, looking forward uh, to the right result as well, John. Uh, well said, Peter, and lots of confidence as always. Has there been much chat around the dinner table with Dara? A lot of advice, wisdom, experiences, 95 when you lost and 03 when you won. Has there been much of a conversation with your son? Very little, very little, to be honest. Um, you know, I'm certainly not one for overburden anybody with, with information. Uh, and I, I know they train quite a bit. They absorb a lot of information from uh, different aspects of, of the backroom and, and management team. So apart from the odd quick word, to be honest, there's very little advice given. Um, he's level-headed enough himself. He's had already in his career plenty of downs. He's got a few ups as well. So look, I think he knows what it's about. And he's just hoping to get a chance at, at some stage to, to try and uh, express himself during the final and uh, for anybody to get on and to represent your county in a Northern final day especially you want to make the most of it so uh, I hope he gets that chance It's just a case of being there isn't it Peter? Absolutely if you're not there there's not a pay you can do and look look, look at the amount of lads and the effort that they've put in down through the years in, in various counties 
and they've never got that opportunity to, to walk out into Croke Park and, and to sample that. We have, and, and I've said it many a time, that we're very privileged and go back to the very first final that I was at in 1986 um, and the throne team walking out on the Croke Park against Kerry. What a day. I, I've never for, forgot it as a supporter just being there. So you'd like to think that that will, will trigger similar memories for people lucky enough to, to have got a ticket for tomorrow and as I say I just hope that it lives up to expectation DB have you been having plenty of conversations this week I think it's one of the weeks all ardent you can't read enough you can't listen enough if you're out of the game I suppose if you're in the game you don't want to hear anything but if you're out of the game this is why you just want to soak up completely now it is it is John and look at it's, 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 it's the talk and it's the clamour for tickets and will they want they and it's the excitement, the buzz, you see schools like, you know, during during the week there, there was Mayo Day and young kids. They don't re- Some young kids don't really know what's going on, but they know it's special. And that's that's the beauty of it. And to be in that position and, and it is an honour and it is a privilege and we wouldn't swap it for the world in all fairness. Um, and again, the game is the important thing, but it's the the journey that the expo- the, the, the supporters get, like Tyrone's win in the semi final against Curry, like our win against. They're a special day, and they're comp- they're made a lot more special if you if you get over the line. But um, uh, people sometimes feel sorry for Mayo, but I don't, I honestly don't believe they know how lucky we are um, to be able to experience this kind of uh, build up excitement and the closeness and the togetherness and and and. That's what that's what being a county supporter does, and especially from me on, it's it's. Uh, I love it. I absolutely love it, and and, and it's um, you know three more sleeps, two more sleeps. No, there's no more sleeps, and with the help of God, we won't sleep for another two or three days. Yeah, it'll be it'll be the party of all parties, probably in the country's history, if Mayo win this All Ireland after seventy years. Uh, DB, when you go back to your early twenties, you were like you were thrown in there almost in nineteen ninety six, a young lad. Can you remember much about the experience and then the subsequent experiences of All Ireland finals, the prep, the rituals, the the day of the game? What stands out for you? Because these are extraordinary days. So, what was extraordinary about your days? You know what it was is I actually thought this morning. I'm going. I'm wondering what the Mayo players, how they're feeling, what they're doing. I'm kind of going. You kind of did it yourself, and you know, certain things have changed from what 25 years on, um, but. It's it's um, again. It's all about ritual. It's all about habit, and the players will continue to have that habit of where they stay, what they do the night before games, the morning before games, and everything else. For me, being I think I was the youngest player on the pitch back in 1996, and uh, you know what? For me, and and look at both sets of teams, the experienced guys around me, they were the they were my pillars of support. And in this, just to, just be yourself. It's a game of football. Enjoy it, embrace it. I remember Tommy O'Malley, our selector, uh, when we won the All Ireland. He said, "You're probably going to have the best three or four weeks of your life." He says, "You don't realise it when you're going to be in it, but it's when you look back, that buzz when you come into the dressing room now next Thursday and for the next two or three weeks. You know, the 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 fun and it makes it all worthwhile because you have a hard slog. There's not there's been nothing pretty, I suppose, for either team in the last couple of months. Neither of us have shone. You know." excessively like like say the curries of this world did when the best thrown by a, a massive amount um but it just it's it's hard slog there's been setbacks um and, and Tyrone have had them uh you know uh, many times uh, especially with with the last few weeks in COVID and everything else 
Um, but it's 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 about saying um, I, I I remember distinctly the morning the morning before uh, the All Ireland final in '96. Not really great sleeper at the best of times, and I woke up. We're in a, a place. We're in a hotel called Finstown House, and uh, uh, Liam McHale was. And I, I was going like, we have breakfast now at nine o'clock, and this fella's still snoring. I didn't want to wake him because I knew he loved sleep. Um, this is about twenty to nine, and I'm still snoring his head off, and I'm going, "Boy, this is this is experience, and this is this is a man that that is is you know doesn't doesn't ruffle easy, and it's it's them small things and. Uh, you know who you room with, and you know how you travel up, and everything else. But it's 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 lovely memories, and that's that's very important about a journey to a to an All Ireland. Alan, did you uh, an easier time than David? Were you coming from your house? In, in 2011, no, no, I was living out of home in 2011. But I was coming. Obviously, stayed stayed um, stayed at home the night before. And I suppose we always we always did look upon that as a little bit of an advantage. You got to stay in your own bed and have breakfast at home and stuff. Um, and I think, look, I think for the players, and it's interesting to hear Peter talking about Dara there. Peter's obviously very experienced, and my own dad as well had played. So I think home needs to be a place of solace for for lads in the last week. They, 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 there's a lot of hype around both counties, and obviously you're going training, tactical talks, stuff like that. So when you come home, you want that bit of peace and quiet to be able to shut off from the outside world. And I think in the last week, that would have been very, very important for both sets of players. I think the expectation in both counties Kerry and Dublin out away has gone through the roof in the last in the last two weeks. Both counties know they can they can feel it, they can touch it, they can nearly smell it. Dublin and Kerry are out away. Our owner thinking we need to beat my own rather than champions, vice versa on the other side. And I think both county seeders and both sets of supporters see it as such a huge, huge opportunity. And you can you can you can hear the excitement in David's voice there. Um ahead of this afternoon. I think both sets of supporters are coming like that. But for the players it's completely different. I think in the last week it's about switching off from that outside world as much as you can and just focusing on, on the 70 minutes ahead of you, just focusing on the 35 minutes ahead of you or whatever amount of time you get on the field because um, like it's an opportunity. You don't want to let it pass, but I think in a scenario like this, like in in, in that college in, in Croke Park, you need to be icy cool. Um, and I think it's the team it's the team that can keep that expectation out of their own heads, that can keep the final whistle out of their own heads don't want to be thinking about going up the steps you just got to think of the next ball that comes to you and what you're going to do with it and um, and playing your role for the team and now that's going on outside is just just a distraction at this stage Peter you went through uh, a lot of ups and downs and came to all Ireland finals 95 you scored all but one of Tyrone's points you lost by a point to Dublin and then 03 you came back you were on the pitch you were off the pitch you were back on and then 05 you score a great goal you've been through the whole gamut of emotions in all Ireland final day yeah, very much so, and, and the memories in '95 are every bit as vivid as the good memories that we had when we won it. And funny, Fergal's leading out the team tonight, and he was one of the men that, that played in '95 and never got a chance to get back to rectify that and, and, and to get up the steps. So, you know, for, for him and, and a number of others, um, they're still seeking redemption, and, and maybe this is a chance for uh, for Fergal tonight. But um, it's it's a horrible place to be coming uh, off Crow Park, knowing that you've been in All Ireland final, you had chances to win it, and and you didn't get there. And from our perspective back then, John, we didn't know when we we're going to get back again. That team was fairly young, and we felt after the game, 
this is just the start. There's no reason we had won all Ireland under 21s. Uh, there's no reason why we couldn't go on ahead and, and get back and learn from it. But the fact of the matter is we had to wait eight years to, to get back there. So for these lads that are playing, the thrown and Mayo lads that are playing here uh, tonight, there's no guarantee that they are going to be back here in the next couple of years to try and, and get their hands on the Sam Maguire again. What to say that Dublin will not find themselves again mm-hmm. and come back stronger than ever, which I would expect. Um, Kerry still have the potential to be all Ireland champions and to have a, to have a squad and a team there that could be there for a number of years. So um, both sets of players will know this is a serious opportunity uh, tonight and they'll be doing their utmost to, to try and get over the line. Uh, when I look at David Brady, at some of the players from A have won underage titles. So Stephen Cohen, Connor Loftus, Michael Plunkett, Jermaine O'Connor, they've won it like minors or, or under 21s. Does that help winning at that level for a senior final in your view? Does that help kind of take the pressure off them a bit? Well, look at it. It definitely helps, without a doubt. And and once you have, it's it's, it's experience. And there is, as I say, the small margins between winning and losing. But the big thing is that you know what success looks like, feels like, and you can experience that. And again, from a from a mindset point of view, these players are successful. Um, they're successful from an underage level. Um, like Stephen Cohen, minor, under 21, Sigerson, um, he will he will be and could be the first Mioma ever to have a complete set of medals. And again, that, that winning mentality, um, it comes from somewhere and it comes, yes, from being successful. And not necessarily just from an All Ireland final day, but being successful in life, and and from a, and, and it's a big it's a big asset to have um, from from a, a Mayo perspective because it's important to have that. You can't have going oh they've never won a minor, they've never won the one twenty one. They have, and I think that's where Mayo's foundation and fulcrum comes from. These young crop of players have come through that uh, underage underage structure in Mayo, which I have to say is is. Um, deserves a lot of a lot of praise because they've had a, con- a consistent uh, conveyor belt of young guys coming through time and time again. And and again, the, I, I think going back to our day, young people are a lot more capable. They're a lot more, I think, matured in life, and they're a lot more. You know, they're they're not they're unflappable because they 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 don't look at it as a major major event. It's a game. They'll, 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 and we've seen it in, in, in even in last year's young players like Oshie Mullen, his first All Ireland final, his first time. Uh, he had only a handful of championship games for Mayo, but he flourished and he, um, the, the, he, he, he sees the moment, and that's that's very important from a, from a young player's perspective. Was it harder than, say, in 04 and 06 when you've been on the scene quite a while, David, to go into All Ireland finals? Was there more noise around it, as it were, than, than being a young player, as you're, as you're saying about some of the Mayo lads there today? Well, experience experience is a great thing, and uh, you use your experience that you've you've had from '96 to again, as I said, probably help. Um, I suppose support some of the younger players, and 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 you know to to say, look, this is this is this is just another this is another day, this is another game. We have to stick to our process and our structures and our system. When it comes to pain, David, uh, like I, I don't know how you do those banquets after All Ireland finals. You have to do it, um, but you also won an All Ireland club. It's so hard to win an All Ireland club. Banana did that. You've seen both sides of the coin at Croke Park. So, wh- what is it? The Grand Canyon between the the pain and the joy. 
when you're winning and when you're losing? Oh, look, it's a it's a different world. It's a different world, and and, and it is hard, and it is, and, and like Peter has been there, um, Alan's been there. Um, when you lose, it, it hurts, and it hurts bad, uh, and you know they want to hide, uh, but people want to still the, the the important support you get then from the people around you is vital. But um, I, I I thought, and, and look at the next couple of hours, you think you're going to go absolutely stone raving mad, and we might. But for me, when I eventually got to taste success from a, an All Ireland club perspective, it was kind of a, a, a surreal moment. You're kind of going, you know, you actually you just live in that moment, and it's not about, you know, you think you're going to have the greatest party ever. You do, but it's not. It's it's you don't need alcohol. You don't. It's it's that high that it just you just float in the cloud, and uh, it's a great feeling. The boys have, have felt it at the highest level. Um, from an All Ireland senior success, but it's a it's a it's a special feeling, and uh, it's a feeling that um, like both of these teams today have an unbelievable, unbelievable opportunity, because what's coming behind is a wounded Dublin, and a Curry team that has gone, we 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 won't take this anymore, and that's that, and both teams know that, um, and 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 as the boys said, we might never ever ever get back here again, or you might get by next back next year but you don't know I mean none of us know the future but it's it's the greatest opportunity for both teams um to actually win an All-Ireland and 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 it is it is so tight and we can call marriages and matchups and everything else this is going to be so tight this is only the sixth ever All-Ireland final between a Connacht and an Ulster pairing so we Donegal Mayo 2012 that was the first time since 1948 and just while we have you here and we're going to get to the match preview of Mayo and Tyrone go through the whole permutations and matchups on the panel here with Peter Canavan David Brady and Alan Brogan but Alan just while you're here how do you feel about Dublin now uh, do you feel that the county's going into transition do you think they'll be back soon do you think more players might retire how, how do you kind of assess it now now the dust has settled yeah I think there might be a couple of lads might retire Um I suppose I think what it gives was you losing to Mayo, Dublin hadn't lost the game in the championship whatever six or seven years. So I think for Desi coming in, it was very difficult for Desi to make big changes to the style of football Dublin were playing because we hadn't lost the game. But I think the gloves are off now a little bit. So Desi can maybe put his own imprint on this team now going forward. Um, he can bring a couple of lads through off the back of losing that game. And it probably needs a bit of fresh blood at this stage. But I think there was a lot of talk after our, our Dublin done for a few years off the back of one loss. I think that was a little premature. I don't think there's any reason to panic. Desi's obviously plenty of experience. Him and his manager team have been here before. Um, and I suppose it gives him a chance to look at it, to, 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 to kind of look at it with a black canvas again going into next year. Um, and I think, look, what it does for the championship, was, it was obviously disappointing to lose. It gives us a very entertaining All-Ireland final ahead of us today and it gives Dublin an opportunity for me and I've had this conversation with a few people obviously winning the All-Ireland in 2011 for us was huge coming off the back of waiting for, for so long but the one in 15 after losing to Donegal the way we lost in 14 was a great win for us as well so I think coming off the back of a loss this year for Dublin going into next year it'll give the lads a new bit of impetus again um, and it'll give them something to really fight for and really go after and I think and um, after today it'll make for a great championship next year now Dublin are looking to win an All-Ireland title back again so I don't think there's reason to panic um, as I said it, I think it gives Desi an opportunity to have a look at this with a black canvas and, and, and maybe change the style of play a little bit I think I had Dublin kind of have gone a little bit we're obviously 7-2 or 8-2 up against Mayo and I thought 
played poorly in the second half and when Mayo put her up to Dublin, they just couldn't live with the intensity because Dublin weren't used to playing at that the intensity in the games, in the few games before that. So, um, as I said, I think it gives Desi an opportunity to change the way they're playing a little bit, which is a good thing, I think. You were 29, Alan, when you arrived in that 2011 All-Ireland Final. It was 16 years since Dublin were in the final. There's going to be a lot of talk of at the moment today about Mayo and Tyrone going to be so close. People can't call it. It's 50-50. It probably will be on the balance of, of, of odds and looking at it close with 15 minutes to go. That was an incredible final. Dublin came from behind against Kerry. You got that goal, Kevin McManaman. Then you, you drew level. And then we all know what happened with Stephen Cluxton. As a player in the last 15, 20 minutes of a game, what's going through your head? Is it all process? Is it all just play? You're not even thinking about it? Or are you realising that the tide is turning and you're about to win the All-Ireland? Yeah, looking back, I suppose, like we were four down in that game with maybe, maybe 15 minutes. My type of game was slipping away a little bit and the huge kick point, I think, carry four up. And we got a turnover for Kev Max goal around the middle. And was changed a complete game. I think I got a hand on a ball. We won a free, and Keenan Sullivan kicked for me. And it was very, it's very small things to change games like that. And when you look back now, that was the moment for me where the game turned. But in the few minutes before that, Kerry were starting to play a lot of possession football, and I thought we were starting to struggle, to be honest with you. And in the back of my mind, I was thinking, oh, it's this, this, this one opportunity I might get, and it's gone. Here it goes, Kerry. You're going to see us out here. So I think, like for me, if I have a feelings during games and after matches and stuff, I think. A lot of players on each team will have different emotions going into this. I think some of the older lads in the Mayo panel, like for me, when we won in 2011, there was nearly a sense of relief that, thank God, I finally managed to win this and get this monkey off me back and I can, whatever happens here after a bonus. And for some of the older lads, like today, Mache, those guys, there could be that sort of feeling. Um, for, and obviously for the younger guys, as David said, it's nearly a shot to nothing for some of those guys. They can go out and just play with the shackles off. But it's probably a little bit more pressure in some of the older guys' heads and think, God, I might not get this opportunity again. And for me, that's the way I was in 2011. I knew that that, that I mightn't get, might get back here again. But it was on that little moment that I think that game turned. That's small. Sometimes you need a little bit of luck. A refereeing decision can turn it your way. And a lot of the finals are won, in, as David said, a very small margins. Peter, for you in 03 and 05, how aware were you of what was about to happen with Tyrone in 03, the fact that you had Armagh, it was close, it was 12-9 in the end, and then in 05 you had that early goal and you repel Kerry. What's going through your mind when you know that this is actually about, this is on? Yeah, well, two two completely games, to, uh, completely different games, John, to, to begin with. And obviously, 2003 being the most significant because Tyrone had never won in All-Ireland before that. So we had teams, good teams, got to finals and weren't able to get over the line. And until you do that, you don't know what it's like or maybe you feel you have to put in a superhuman effort to, to win an All-Ireland final. So the pressure that was on that day was immense. And from my point of view, that was, as far as I was concerned, that was my last crack at it. And if we didn't do it then, this was going to set us back again, similar maybe to the way it did in '95. So uh, immense pressure, and as a result of that, the team certainly didn't play as well as they could have. Um, it wasn't a brilliant final. It was physical, it was tense, it was competitive, but there was much more football in us, I felt. And by one that and going into 2005, we had, we had all the reasons in, uh, uh, very much in the forefront of our, uh, of our minds to win the game. Cormac obviously been, been one of them, but the fact that you had won it 
uh, you're now going into an all-iron final with that bit of confidence, knowing you know how to do it. You, you've been there before. You can get over the line. So, And as a result of that, you know, it was a far better game of football. Both Tron and Kerry played really well in 2005. Some great scores, some great fetching, and both teams were able to express themselves. So, uh, for me, again, you didn't know when you are going to get back, but you knew you are certainly part of a very good team. And uh, I certainly enjoyed the 2005 final much more than I did the, the 2003 one. So, for these lads that are, that are playing tonight, it, it could be back to 2003. I expect the game to be edgy. Uh, Mayo have been waiting, you know, 70 years uh, for this moment. So you can imagine what will be going through the, the, their players in the closing stages of a really close game and them in the lead. And likewise for Throne, um, these boys haven't won it either. So it's going to be edgy. It's going to be tense. And uh, it could be a, a refereeing call one way or the other or a piece of individual brilliance to get one or the other over the line. David, David, just we're, go on. We're only we're only waiting nine months at this moment. <laughs> Brilliant, DB. If there are do's and don'ts, DB, is it routine and process is the key, and removing emotion from the situation, or is it just a case that you know sometimes you just don't come out on the right side, and there has to be winner, has to be loser. You don't panic, and that's the that's the one thing that this Mayo team have a, as a constant trait um, and the, you as a, as a supporter someone looking from the outside um, they, this team has always has always and in in the, this generation of a team in the last seven eight years has always turned up has always performed never got over the line but there wasn't a day like as you mentioned there 20426 there was the, this team has never been annihilated or never been game over at halftime um, no matter how far they've been back, um, whether it was, you know, down the six or seven points against Dublin, reigning All-Ireland champions, going for how many All-Ireland titles in a row? Six in a row, you're going, uh, they, didn't, they didn't deviate from their game plan. And I think that's, that's um, credit to James Horn, the management team, the setup, and the players. And uh, for the first time, I think they, they, have, they have a reliance and, and a confidence on each other because... Um, it will be. It would take me a long time to think back and point out when we've had an impact from a bench, when our subs. When we we have we have a panel now in Mayo, we have some players, and that's that for me is key this year going forward. And it's young guys, uh, Enda Hessian coming in the last day, um, so showing ma massive enthusiasm, and and as Alan said, just throwing the shackles off. Uh, Jordan Flynn coming in, massively impressive. Um, we have we have that we have that capability, and, and now that we have pushed Mullen back and fully fit, um, who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna lose out? It'll be interesting to see what actually team takes the pitch in a few hours, but that extra option is there now because you have a man that played the last day that will be that will be uh, on the bench. Oh, McLaughlin back. Um, it's 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 there's there's a lot there's there, that's the positivity I take this this Mayo team and this Mayo setup. And they're never they're never beaten. Alan talked about the hand in that was a turning point for the game. These two teams have two, in my mind, two massive turning points this year. Um, it was Petey Hart um, and his block, and it was Jeremy uh, uh, O'Connor's big toe. That's and they're small, little, trivial, nearly, but they are they are immense game changers, and they turn the tide of momentum. And both of them 
uh, examples. And, and there's always, people will always say to you, there'll be a moment and you'll know it. I can't describe it to you, but you'll know it. And when that happens, that's the sign to go. And that's, for me, there are two, two prime examples of small moments making uh, a, a big difference. Well, I've guaranteed David Brady, Peter Canavan and Alan Brogan there'll be many more moments after the news because we've got to take a break here in the Saturday panel. Our All-Ireland Football Final special in association with Renault. Listeners out there, 53106, how buzzed are you about today? Five o'clock throw when We're on the air until seven and extended show when we're back after the news. The Saturday panel on Off The Ball. And you're welcome back to Off the Ball Saturday here on News Talk. John Duggan with you through until 7 o'clock, an extended show on All Ireland Football Final Day. So glad you can join us. This is the second half of the Saturday panel on Off the Ball, brought to you this week in association with Renault Ireland, official car partner of the GAA. We're delighted to be in the company of three legends of Gaelic football Tyrone's former All Ireland winning captain, Peter Canavan, Mayo's ex midfielder and All Ireland club winner with Balanagh, David Brady, and the 2011 Footballer of the Year from Dublin, three time All Ireland winner, Alan Brogan. Let's get into the match preview of Mayo and Tyrone in earnest. Alan Brogan, make the case for Mayo. Um, look, I suppose Mayo have uh, have been to the well so many times at this stage. There's huge reserves of experience there. There's, 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 I can only imagine how much want to get across the line there is. I think, I think in James Horn, they have a manager who's proved himself um, over the last number of years. I think for the last couple of years, he's tried to. He's tried to get some new blood in and to, to, to have that new blood perform. I think he's he's got that this year for the first time, for the first time in his his Mayo managerial career. Um, and look, it's such a like it's such a tight game to call. I think anyone who can call it definitively, um, it, like it's difficult to make a case to call it that way. But it's going to be really tight. I, I think we mentioned the benches before the break. There, I think the benches are going to play a huge role as they have done in in in. In most All Irelands um, over the last number of years, and I think, I think whichever bench performs the best, I think um, certainly, um, um, certainly Tyrone the last number of games with Cotton McShane and and Derek Hanover coming off the bench, they've made huge huge impacts. And I think for Mayo to win, um, they're going to need a big impact off the bench. James Horn made a big call taking Aidan O'Shea off the last day after with 25 minutes left or whatever left. With what's that's a question mark headed today. What's it? Where is he going to play? Aiden O'Shea. Where is his best position? And I think that's it's a little bit of a headache for James Horn. I think, um, because I'm not really sure if he's sure himself where to play him. Um, me personally, I think I'd rather see him out around the middle of the field. I think, I think, I think, uh, his presence around the middle is huge for me, particularly in what I think is going to be a really physical game. I think both teams match up really well against each other. Um, and as I said, certainly for the first. The first half of the first 40 45 minutes this is going to be a real a real battle of heavyweights i think it's going to be tight and um, i think the benches are going to swing it and, and make a case for mayo and um, my heart my heart would say mayo and um, i have relations from down around that more who, who you're, half, you're half a mayo man, half a mayo man. Yeah, my heart my heart says mayo but i think the bench like the impact Colin mcshane has made over the last number of games, if he starts, if he starts on the bench, there is not there is a chance he might play from the start today. But I think him coming off the bench, he he's a match winner for me, and I think he he swings it for Tyrone for me. David Aidan O'Shea, what's your take on where he should play and and what impact he can make to make the Aidan O'Shea impact we know he can? 
Um, yeah, there's, I, I do love the talk and say, oh, it was a brave move by James. Yeah, it was a brave move to take a man that wasn't fully fit coming into the game off. And people are saying, oh, he took the captain off. And uh, you're going, so if you're not fit and your preparation is, is, is impeded from a foot injury coming into the game, um, of course, you're going to have a question mark as a manager. Will he last the pace? It didn't, didn't play well. But let me tell you one thing. If there's one man that has the capability um, to, to cause serious, serious damage to Tyrone on the ball and off the ball, because no, they haven't really come up. And if Mayo can, can play it very cute, uh, I think Aiden on the edge of the square, uh, that's, where I'd, that's where I'd have him. I'd take, I'd take Ronan Magmi out for a few spins around the middle. Um, if, if Niall Morgan wants to hit long balls, nearly 65 to 70% of his balls go along. Um, I'd say to Aiden, come out for our kickouts around the centre, the centre forward position, because you're there then, and you have the capability to uh, to compete, to compete from the at the long kickouts out around midfield, um, drift a little, but predominantly I want his focus around the around the square, because if he's there, uh, it'll be a focus for it'll be a focus for uh, Tyrone. We've seen it in the first half. I'm sorry, the start of the second half against Galway, the first ball that went to Aiden O'Shea. It was nearly like the, the the red light went on from a goal perspective in the Connacht final, and everyone pushed back, and they're going off, and they needed to protect that area. What Mayo did, they just counter-attacked, and they got space out around the midfield and the half-forward line, and just ran at ran at Galway. So that's it's going to cause, and and, and in, he, he's he's captain, and uh, he's not going to uh, he's not going to go, wake up. He didn't wake up this morning and say, "Oh, will James take me off?" Or, I need, if, if it goes wrong, James's confidence in his captain and the players around him, and I think I think he has the potential to have a massive, massive game. And and, and this is the, this is it typifies the Mayo team. So be it if it has to come off. So be it if Oshin Mullen has to come off or Rob Henley. No matter who comes off, there'll be someone going on to and to be quite capable and they'll have trust in each other to say you go and do your job. That's what we're here as, and I think that's what is uh, typifies this team. And they didn't create, they didn't break down and they didn't say, oh, we have a chance when they're, when they're marquee, the top scorer of all time, Killian O'Connor, um, was out of the championship. You know what? You get on with it. It's a blow, a blow for a moment, uh, but it's not, going to, it's not going to cause irreparable damage. And I think that's, that's key to this, this, this Mio team's result. Yeah, that's a true thing for David to say, Peter Canavan, because you shared a TV studio with him. I don't see that he's the type of fellow to be throwing teacups around the dressing room. He's very calm, he's very process-driven, and he has a resilience and a relentlessness, David was a teammate of his, that will serve Mayo well, I think, today. Yeah, he's a, a very calm and uh, demeanour on the pitch, and he knows what he's about. he's about. He's been there and done it. Uh, I'd be very reluctant to agree with anything David Brady would say, but I find myself <laughs> this time he's hit the nail on the head. From from my point of view, I would be concerned for Throne. That there's a massive game in Aidan O'Shea. In recent years, any time I've seen Throne and Mayo playing, and I've been, I think, at most of their games, Aidan O'Shea has always played well against Throne, um, and mostly out round the middle, not only in securing possession and, and offloading ball, but in his work rate and in his turnovers. And likewise, the, the point David made about the effect he had against Galway, the position of him at, at the edge of the square and the, and the balls, and it, it transformed the whole game. So I would say Mayo would be crazy if they didn't try that at some stage with the thrown fullback line and, and try and wreak the same havoc 
as they did against Galway. So, and look, he was taken off. He is captain of the team. I don't think he liked the fact he was taken off, whether he was injured or not. So if that was me and, and I'm getting a chance now in an All-Ireland final, uh, I think I'd be wanting to prove a point. So Throne would very much need to be wary of, of uh, Aidan O'Shea's performance um, tonight. But um, the one thing that James Horne uh, has, has done since he's taken over, he's given uh, youth their chance. And when he did go back into it, I thought at the time and said at the time, I can't see them win an All-Ireland. I thought it was a risky move from, from James's point of view. And I thought he would have persisted with the older players in the team. The, a number of them are still there. Um, and players that he had brought up and nearly won an All-Ireland all with. But if you look at this team now, to me, the, the, the real leaders in this campaign have been Tommy Conroy, Ryan O'Donoghue in particular, has been a real force up front. And in midfield, uh, Matty Ruan, you have O'Hora, you, you have Oshin Mullen in there. Those are all new faces. And, and um, James has really transformed the team that he had so, uh, and there's no baggage with this team either. I know they lost last year's All-Ireland final, but um, I think they're a different team. And James Horne, without a doubt, shot of a doubt, deserves a lot of credit for, for the progress that he has made with this squad. Can they do without Killian O'Connor, Alan? Yeah, I suppose I have to agree with David. A number of months ago when he got injured, I thought, well, that's many are done now. How are they going to replace, how are they going to replace his scores? But to be fair to them, they have done it. And I think um, just come back to the Aidan O'Shea topic. When he plays inside, I think, that, not through any fault of his own, but I think because of the way he plays, he kind of stifles the couple of lads around him a little bit. So I think we saw when he went off the last day, we saw the likes of, we saw the likes of Tommy Conroy, we saw Ryan, Ryan O'Donoghue really coming into it. So I think for that reason, or, or, or for one of those reasons, Aidan's better better off served out around the middle of the field where you can utilise that huge work rate that he has and he is a great man to get tackles on and to get turnovers and he's a, he's a big presence out there and then it leaves the guys inside in the forward line those pacey guys free to get around because um, he attracts a lot of attention when he's in full forward and everyone's waiting for this big high ball into Aidan O'Shea and I think it's that's it's a little bit unfair to him. I think he's more than that I think he's a better footballer than that to expect him to be just catching balls on the square um, and I think he can cause a lot of damage to Toronto out around the middle of the field and it leaves those guys inside that are trying to replace Kelly O'Connor. Look, it's not easy done, but to be fair to them, and um, they had Mayo back in an All Ireland final now. They have a they have a real crack at it. And nobody would have thought that when Kelly O'Connor got injured earlier on in the year. And David Brady, the defensive units must excite you, these runners from deep, if Matthew Rowan can get a lot of possession as well. Oshin Mullen, Lee Keegan, you know, Paddy Durkin. This this is a strong defensive unit. Massively massively strong and coordinated and uh, reliant on each other as well. Uh, it is, it will be a lot, Mayo get the matchups right a lot of the times because they have that kind of artillery in St. Paddy, Lee, um, Pori Cahora, um, he, he's, he's where I come from in Banana, we call him Swanee. Um, he's, he's absolutely, um, he's, he's unbelievable. Uh, to, you, you could send him, you, you, you'd send him to do any job. Um, that's 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 the truth, and he is an unbelievably dedicated man, Marco. And he he will he will have um, he will have a serious a serious um, say on today's proceedings. But Matty Rowan again, and and, and I, again, I, if I could, I don't think I can sing his praises enough um, because what he has brought to this Mayo team, he's brought leadership at such a young age. 
but he's the, the dynamic way he plays and the, the unselfish work he does, but he also, also, he, he, he infiltrates um, opposition at, at numerous occasions. And there's, we have seen him time and time again contribute to the scoreboard, whether it's, 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 it's picking one or two, three points or creating opportunities and overlaps and taking, taking his goals. Um, it is, and that's, that's, going to be, that's going to be key from your perspective. Uh, uh, we, we, we have a massively coordinated defensive uh, unit. And again, um, a major bonus is um, the way Rob Henley is playing. Uh, he, is, he, is, he is the conductor back there um, for, this, for this orchestra of defence. And it's the positivity that he's playing with, and it's, 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 it's um, you know, the, the shackles have been thrown off Rob. Because when you're in a position of number two, so it'd be like me saying in a game, well, you can only pick Brogan or Canavan. Who are you going to pick? And I'm going, oh, I'd pick Canavan. But if, <laughs> if Peter's making a mistake or two, I have to bring on. And from a goalkeeper, when David Clark was there, it put a lot of pressure on David and Rob because you had to be perfect because the man, the man that was behind you, are capable to come in to replace you, was as good as there is in the country. And that, I think... Um, Rob is, is his kickouts, his percentage of kickouts um, was at 92, 95 in the last two games. Um, that's crucial. That's crucial, and, and and it could be, and I think it is an area that we, Mayo will really, really focus on. It's, uh, Nile Morgan is a key strength for for Tyrone, but there is there they, they, they it's not often they come up against the press of what Curry did in their kickouts, and I think Mayo are probably one of the best press pressing teams from a. Uh, uh, an opposition kickouts uh, point of view, and I think that's going to be crucial today. We are listening to, and we're bringing you the Saturday panel with uh, David Brady, Peter Canavan, and all our Alan Brogan on All Ireland final day. Mayo against Tyrone throws in a Croke Park at five. We're on the air until seven. Just on what David Brady's saying there, Peter. So Niall Morgan and the kickouts. Tyrone don't mind other teams having the ball if they can turn them over, but they don't want to be in a situation where they're constantly being pressed and they can't get out of the press. A lot of commentators have, have made the point thrown we're happy to let Jerry win their kick out and, and to meet them back in defence. Um, I don't think that's right. Um, thrown pushed up, they went man to man and the fact was they were able they were unable to prevent Jerry working the ball out. Now granted when thrown were down uh, a man or two, of course they let Kerry win if they just uh, the their forwards went straight uh, into defence. So if the same scenario was to arise tonight and Mayo were to win every every kick it then Throne are asking for trouble um, you talk about the best running teams in the country at the minute um, Mayo's top of the list so why would you why would you give them the ball Lee Keegan and, and Ashton Munn and these boys Paddy Durkin and let them come at you so I think Throne need to be more aggressive uh, they need to be more coordinated cohesive up front and, and shutting down Henley's kickouts he did lose a few against uh, Dublin uh, at the start, so Throne, Throne have to do that. They just can't be reliant on, on stopping Mayo um, halfway back. So the role of the goalkeepers, uh, again, and determining this game, not only on, on their kickouts, but uh, on their their ability to score. We, we've seen what Rob Hanley was capable of, and I think Rob's four out of six from, from place balls in his last two games, whereas Niall's two out of eight. So he'll not be happy with that. And once again, there's going to be 45s, there's going to be long-range kicks. Some of them could be at the very death of the game. One of these two men could well decide uh, the outcome of, um, of this final. 
Discipline as well is an important thing, Peter. I was looking through the, the previous games. Ronan McNamee straight red against Cavan. Uh, Kieran McGeary, Kieran McGeary, black card against Donegal. Miles Sloden, Darren McCurry, Ben McDonnell, all black carded against Kerry. It's important to keep your discipline. You need to play in the edge. You need to be physical, but also be within the line, as it were. Absolutely, Alan made the point at the very start. One thing you can be sure of is these two teams are going to go at it, ding dust, and it's, it's going to be physical. So that's where the role of the referee comes in because um, you know Joe McQuinlan at times can be a hard enough man to assess because there's games where he lets it go and there's other games he's very pernickety so um and, and thrown have suffered uh, on that front on, on previous occasions so I, I hope from a footballing point of view both teams are generally aggressive they like to to attack to tackle and, and, and to get stuck in but you're absolutely right um and anybody here who gets a yellow card at, at the start of the game then they're, they're walking a, a, a tightrope such will the nature of the of the contest be so um, absolutely, discipline is is going to be key. And take you back, you know, a few years when Dublin were in their pomp in the closing stages of games, how disciplined they were and and seeing out games. Um, whichever one of these teams again can replicate that, will put themselves in a very good position. You played in Joe McQuillan All Ireland Finals, Alan. Yeah, yeah, he, he's. I think this is his fourth. I think this is his fourth final. So look, he has a lot of experience. Um, but I think the referee, like for players, the referee, like you have a little chat about him during the week, and um, what's he like to pick up on, what's he not like to pick up on, and then you just move on. Like as a player, you can't let the referee have any impact on on, on like on your performance on the day. Um, I think Joe is an experienced ref. I think it's 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 like it's not an issue for either for either set of players. I think obviously in the semi-final throne and a number of black cards. I'd imagine they'd have looked at that over the last couple of weeks and just said, okay, we need to tidy that up and and and, and aren't they better off it's happening in the semi-final than in the final? But I think both teams, um, particularly with the way both teams play with hard runners and stuff, you don't want to be, you don't want to be conceding any black cards because you're going to need your full, your full, your full complement of 15 out there to, 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 to help you track runners and stuff. But both teams, are two disciplined teams and imagine going into a final like this that's that's a point both teams would have touched on over the last week or so in their, in their pre-match preparations Alan's so we got Colin McShane and Derek Hanavan are potential options off the bench would you start either of them or both of them we'll keep Peter out of this one but also the tactics into the forwards for Tyrone should they kick it a bit more how do they get Darren McCurry more into the game because he started the championship so well if you're advising the Tyrone forward unit what would you be doing <laughs> Yeah, I suppose Darren McCurry coming into the last day was probably heading towards player of the year territory. Um, he had a difficult enough day the last day. He, he, um, Thomas, Thomas Sullivan won the first couple of balls that were kicked in off and he was really tight on him. But Ferenc the target came back on and he kicked, he kicked a couple of really, really important scores. And I think he's he's probably a lot of critics over the years. Peter know more about this than I do. He's, he, he's been accused of can he really perform in the big games. But I think he, he, kicked, he kicked a couple of really important scores the last day. Um, and I think that that around forward line is probably fairly settled now. I think with the new management coming in, I think they can play it either way. They've obviously looked to kick it a little bit more, but when they were struggling to get kicked past the way against Kerry, they started to run it a bit. So I think their their kind of game plan has developed a lot over the last twelve months. So that's obviously kind of took the management of the players a few months to get accustomed to that, and we saw um, ships some defeats in the national league, but they seem to figure that out now and. and very clear on how they want to play and you need to be able to play it both ways if you can't get the kick pass away you need to be able to run it and I think Tyrone can do that 
Um, in terms of the two lads coming off the bench, like uh, I think they'd be mad to start either one of them, considering the impact they've had off the bench. And we had it with Kev McMahon and ourselves for years. Like for for years, it was why don't they start Kev McMahon? And he's, he's such an impact off the bench. But he won us. He probably won us more games than anyone that started games did. So, um, I think the impact the two lads have had, like Tom McShane, is obviously such such an exceptional ball winner up there. And, if you're a full back for me and you see this guy coming in after seeing after seeing Maddie Donnelly off or seeing someone else off, it's 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 he's like he's a big guy coming on because you know he can cause trouble and then just the energy that Dara that Dara brings um when he's come on the last couple of days, particularly when the games open up as Peter mentioned there, it's gonna be a bit of I think it's gonna be a bit of a slow fest for 40, 45 minutes and then the game naturally opens up and that's when players like Dara coming in. Can do damage, and um, as I said already on the on the um, on the show, I think those two guys just give Tyrone a bit of an added advantage um, in terms of strength and strength and depth coming off the benches. What would worry you about Tyrone, David? What worries me about Tyrone? Yeah. Um, truth. Tell the truth, David. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things worry me worry me about worry me about Tyrone. Uh, uh, look at it is their youthfulness um and it's that bench again that if we if we if we if we break it down really simple and we just talked about them colin mcshane and Derek cannon if neither of them have an impact in any way shape or form in this game may all win it that's the truth so i would have no problem as a manager the minute mcshane comes on ushin mullen the minute Derek comes on Horikahora you're on that's and you try and nullify a major because that changed the tide against curry it really did um uh what, yeah, what, he, he asked about their strengths david and, and you're talking yeah. about our subs of the new strengths that, that are playing they have, they have. <laughs> and uh but this is uh, we, and as, as alan talked about it it's 70 minutes and we can boil it down to the last 20 minutes of this game and that's where it's going to be won uh i i do i do think like conor mckenna is going to pick up Paddy Durkin, am I right? I, I, I think that's going to be a fascinating duel. He'll come back and Matt, where's Durkin going to play? Will Paddy Durkin play centre forward? Maybe. Um, and I, I think it's, 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 it is the, the, the strength of, of Tyrone is their greatest weakness. They're tackling their tenacity, the, the fair physical contact that they have, it blew Curry away at times, but it also, was a detriment to Tyrone. Like if you allow, if Tyrone allow again nine or ten scored frees today, in scorable positions, that's not that's not what you want. And I think their strength can be their weakness in giving away fouls in in, in scorable positions. There was about there was eleven. You know, I know you had David Clifford, and you had O'Shea taking these in top class free takers, but as we mentioned, the likes of Ryan O'Donoghue, uh, the likes of Rob Henley. And the likes of Kevin McLaughlin from the left side. If they give the, uh, if Tyrone give Mayo those opportunities, um, it could be, it could be to their detriment. We're kind of getting towards the end of the chat, lads, and it's been great having you on. I've heard, I've, I've, I'm just tied up in, I'm bamboozled by all these discussions of matchups all week and who's going to be on who. And I think the the, the between the forty fives be very crowded for quite a long time today. Alan Brogan, if you're going to pick a match winner, a match winner and which team will win and why? Um, can you maybe give us a, a direction there? Rooks and Seven, goal for Tyrone. Um, my, 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 my 
Hearts says Mayo, but the head says Tyrone. I think how both teams kind of react to it, it's it's been a very different build up to the two semi finals. Kind of both teams went into both sets of supporters went into the semi finals with with kind of limited expectations. Now the expectations are gone through the roof. Um, I think for Mayo, it's just it's. It, I saw saw David talking during the week about it's been great to have. I think it was you, David, saying it's been it's been an advantage for Mayo to have all their lads back in Mayo during the year because of COVID. I think this week some of the lads wouldn't have minded getting out of Mayo with the hype that's been building down there. I think, but um, I think that's going to be difficult for for um, for, for for the set of Mayo players to manage. I think um, if it's the pick a match winner, you know, we talked about subs and now Peter's trying to keep a lid on on on, on young Dara there, but I think. Oh, McShane coming off the bench for me. He has been a match winner the last day. And I think on any other team in any other year, he'd be starting for a forward. And I think when a game opens up, if it's tight, and I think if we can talk about matchups and stuff, I think no matter what starting 15 took the field, I think this game is gonna be is gonna be really tight with 45, 50 minutes into the clock. And then and then here mightn't like to hear it, but I think at that stage it's the benches that make the difference then. So there is they're coming off the bench, there is pressure on these guys to perform coming off both sets of benches. But for me, Cahill McShane make makes a difference and, 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 and wins it for Tyrone but you're trick. Peter Canavan are you in agreement with Alan Brogan is your heart and your head aligned do you think Tyrone can do it and who will be the key players to do so if uh, if they're going to win that fourth All-Ireland they can do it but, but they need to play much better than they did against Kerry if you ask anybody about Tyrone's performance and they received much praise after it the buzzwords that were coming out of it were tenacious and tenacity, tackling, turnovers. Um, what about our forward? As a forward division, I felt for for large periods we were ineffective. It was nearly the 60th minute before one of our starting forwards scored a point from play. Um, why did we not push up? Why did we not win some of um, Kerry's kickouts? Um, the fact that our subs and, and the boys have referenced the importance of the bench with, with 10 minutes to go, Kerry had used five subs and thrown it only used two. So if we had lost the game, why did we not get the, the, the subs on quicker? So there's a lot of aspects about our performance with the ball that, that wasn't good enough. So I would want thrown to replicate that and, and uh, you know, their tackling and their intensity and their work rate off the ball is superb. And they're going to have to do that again, but we're, we're going to have to use the ball much wiser. And I, I don't think Mayo will run into the tackle or, or down blind alleys as much as, as Kerry did. And they're more accustomed to, to playing that game. But uh, look, I see there's so many similarities between the two sides and the way we've actually got here. And uh, I find it very hard to, to separate the two. And I think both teams, uh, especially if Mayo's in the lead coming down the home straight, there'll be a nervousness there. The fact that they've, they've nearly got over the line, I think they will allow Throne to come back into it. And likewise, Throne nearly threw away a five-point lead against Kerry. They allowed them to come back into it at the at the death. So um, for me, I wouldn't be surprised to see this one um, go into a replay. I'm sorry, the extra time forced if it is a draw. So uh, I, I, I can't really separate them. But in terms of if there's going to be a match winner, I'll, I'll put it down to the two goalkeepers. And I would say guaranteed that both of them will have the opportunity to have maybe three, four shots on goal from, from free kick, be it 45s or free kicks. And uh, and there will be some big kicks near the end of the game. So whichever one of them can, can nail it. 
could be could be the match winner. And hopefully for you, Peter, Dara will play a, a big role as well and come on and or maybe even start and, and play a huge role in this All-Ireland final. David Brady, is this finally the time for Mayo? Who's going the match winner going to be if it is? How are you feeling about it? Are you, are you feeling in your gut? My heart says I can't take any more and my head says you don't you won't have to. Um, and that's that's uh, and and look at hype. Man says we, we man says hype has never done that to us before. I don't think, see it doing that today. Hype didn't score two goals for Dublin when we were playing them in all Ireland finals. Hype didn't make referee refereeing decisions go against us. I honestly believe, and by this I'm I'm a while now saying this, but I, I can tell you now, I honestly believe um, this team have the capability to have the players to have the management. To have Kieran McDonald, who's having a massive, massive influence in these young players' lives, to have the bench, to have, to have, to have the, the opportunity, and I honestly believe um, by this evening, in a couple of hours' time, uh, that will come to reality and that will come to fruition. And uh, you, 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 you don't know, you don't know what's going to happen. And as we say, it could be somewhere in the next few hours on a pitch in Crow Park down Jones's Road. There'll be a hero. And it'll be who steps up to the mark. Will it be Henley? Will it be Morgan? Will it be Rowan? Will it be uh, Kilpatrick? Uh, McKenna? Will it be Will it be uh, Ryan O'Donoghue? Like it, it is. It, and that's why we love the game. And that's why we love all Ireland finals. But uh, let me tell you, don't uh, don't go calling me for the next three or four days because um, this is this is going to be this is going to be serious, John. And you're I just not, can't wait for it. You're not going to go riding horses down Ballinlaw Main Street if, if the don't, winner. Don't, David, you, no. you know what? I let the horse get up me this time, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Brogan, you and I are both dubs. We'll be neutrals here uh, later on today watching this. Peter Canavan, if you do win it, it'll be a huge amount of fulfilment. Mickey Hart era, he was a legend. That era is over. And in the first season, Brian Dewar and Fergal Logan, it will be some achievement. Oh, absolutely. If, if, if they get over the line and, you know, there are very few wanting to put up their hands to try and emulate Mickey Hart. And for many, they they seen it as a poison ch uh, chalice. Brian and, and Fergal were brave enough to put the hands up. They wanted it. They wanted it to, uh, to take these boys further. So, look, it'll be a massive achievement for them. And personally, from, from Fergal's point of view, um, the defeat in '95 and and the chance he never got a, you know to rectify that in any shape or form, uh, still very sore with him. So uh, I hope for his sake that he gets opportunity to taste success. But look, uh, regardless, uh, back to my first very first point at the start of the program. I hope it is a, a great game. And if if Mayo yeah. get over the line against Throne, certainly uh, after what they've been through, uh, we we certainly would not be uh, begrudge it to Mayo. In fact. You probably have 31 counties uh, cheering them on tomorrow against Throne, or, or maybe 30. David, I say we've got a few Galway supporters maybe uh, cheering us on. David, you, David, yeah, we're in the Tyrone jersey today. Don't worry about that. David, you will just go mad as a county. You will go mad just to finish up. Uh, you know what? Um, <clears throat> we probably win, and uh, it'll it it just means so much to so many, and it'll be great for the likes of. Porrick Pendergast, still there, being protected down in Curry. Mick Loftus, member, another member of the 51 team. It'll be important for every Mayo player that has ever played for Mayo, every man that's ever managed Mayo, every supporter that's ever supported Mayo. And, and there'll be a lot of people that won't be there today that have, that have gone to their eternal rest but and the, the, the notion that, you know what, they'll win it. And they'll win it someday, whether I'm there or not. And, and 
And that's that's how it football means a lot to Mayo. And today it'll it'll mean ever even more. Yeah. Well said. David Brady, Peter Canavan, Alan Brogan. Enjoy the game. That's all I can say. Thanks so much for being on the Saturday panel in association with Renault on All Ireland Football Final Day. Take care, lads. Cheers, John. Good luck, Pete. See you, Alan. We're back after this. The Saturday panel on Off the Ball.